Hello, hello. Welcome back to the tea and cognac session. This is your girl O'Brien, aka OB, aka O, coming to you with episode seven. Today's topic abuse, because there's levels to this shit. So, uh, you know, uh, we talk about self care, generational curses, uh, wealth trauma, triggers, all the shenanigans, right? And uh, this is season three. I have, I feel like been in and out and all up and through there, right? I've um, left no stone unturned, uh, looking for knowledge and healing. And on along the way, get accused of being the know-it-all and and the, you know, uh, authority on subject matter. And it's never that. I have never claimed that. That is not my intentions. This is me literally walking through my journey and processing and dealing with it. And what I've come to realize over the years, um, I've not been able to express myself truly, thoroughly through people. So this is a way, like this is my, pretty much my verbal diary, so to speak. If it helps one or two of you along the way, awesome. If you don't need it, you can't use it. Hey, my motto, my philosophy in life is take what you need and leave what you don't. So uh, for me, I'm a millennial, heterosexual, melanated woman, uh, parent, mother, you know, uh, you know, got a lot of different titles. Uh, and as we get into the abuse and the mental illness and the generational curses continued, again, it's just a repeat of words and conversations at this point, but I wanted to do a specific topic on abuse because there really is levels to this shit. And because most of us, all of us, in American culture have endured some form of abuse, whether how well you kept it a family secret or if you made it broadcast news all over social media. Either way, it's mental illness. Um, I'm going to break it down into maybe like three different categories just because the rabbit holes, once again, run seriously deep. We don't want to get too caught up. You're going to have to do your own personal uh, research and dig into some of this because a lot of this stuff it's not that I knew it already it was I had been exposed to it in college you know I went to Park University social psychology was my major so it's it's recognizing I knew a lot of these words way back when but didn't understand that it applied to me even then I've been out of college some years. We won't put a date on it. But, you know, it's realizing some of this I came across a long time ago and didn't even realize it applied to me then. Now that I've gotten a little older, a little wiser, a little more experienced, definitely peeping the repeat. And um, we expect to heal when we don't change our environment, but the reality is you don't heal in the same place you got sick. So you nine times out of 10 have to remove yourself, stop dealing with certain ones, 
altogether cut communication because whether it's too toxic, too damaging, holds too many traumas and triggers and within the relationship, you have to figure out those boundaries and those triggers. So for the top three categories, you know, we got the physical and the verbal abuse. The intimidation factor. Do they scream at you? Do they raise their voice at you? Do they hit you? Do they corner you? Do they try to make you feel smaller? That's usually a very insecure person needing to use other tactics to be heard. Somewhere in the childhood, uh, for most of us, we didn't have a voice. We didn't have a say. And when we became adults, we declared we would never be in that position again. Speaking for myself, I come from a family of yellers. Uh, When we get into heated debates, a conflict, it's not very calm. You know, we were screaming at the top of our lungs. We are in each other's faces. We're doing the hand gestures. I can't say that we're really doing the physical touch, but it gets close. Uh, For my parents, yeah, they was all about trying to hem me up and whatnot. But again, we talked about mama-daughter relationships and how uh, how those tend to be toxic and whatnot. So, uh, you know, the verbal abuse, the, the non-verbal communication, silent treatment. There's levels. And when they go to um, uh, trying to upset your emotional state, see, that's emotional abuse. So some of these words in the communication piece, because remember, $100 words here, but... The, the breakdown comes to simple and clear interaction. You can simply, clearly state the issue or the facts of the matter without rage or unnecessary energy. Gaslighting. Very, very common. Most of everyone does it, but your best manipulator knows how to make you doubt your reality with manipulation you were there you witnessed it too but somehow their memory of it or their side of it is completely different than yours and they will deny and just flat out call you a liar when you know damn well you know the truth but now they got you questioning the truth gaslighting how many of y'all dealing with that shit all of us i know all of you know at least one person capable of that and the the saddest part is it's our parents that know how to do that shit the best manipulation and control equals power over you so uh again just trying to go over some little lingo here the gaslighting the projecting you actually feel this way about yourself but you're accusing the other person of being whatever evil, manipulating, controlling, but it is you that actually displays that particular behavior and um, won't take accountability for it. Will never reflect on self and say, yeah, I did that. But very much so will point the finger and make sure you assume all the fault, all the problem, because that's just, they can't take They can't do the mirror, look in the mirror thing. We said the silent treatment, that's a form of uh, emotional abuse. And I want to clarify, for me personally, when I get to a point of rage and anger, I a lot of times have to just stay quiet 
and kind of sift and process what's made me mad, why I'm so mad, how do I articulate this without being aggressive, or uh, a lot of times I don't feel like I say things I don't mean, it just comes off extremely harsh. Now, it it wasn't that it wasn't the truth. It wasn't that it wasn't the truth. That seems excessive. Anyway, (laughs) it's not that it's not the truth. It's in the moment I am emotional, I am angry, and I am definitely slapping you in the face with the truth, and it's got some sting. Um, And it's not that I can't take it back, but it depends on when and where you're trying to correct me. Me just being honest. So if I've approached you with whatever grievance, discrepancy, problem, in my opinion, in that moment, you're not countering me with what I've done to you. Oh, well, you did this and that and the third. Well, in my opinion, you you come to me when I'm doing it. You don't wait till I got some problems and I'm pissed and here I'm bringing it to you. Oh, now you got a counter. No. It's unhealthy and it's not productive. Call people on their shit now. See, we had to be the scene but not heard and we did we did that, right? We were children and now we are adults. Now we're going to act like it. Communication is key. We talked about the ACEs score. You know, a lot of us were manipulated or I'm sorry, molested abused uh, in some kind of form, physical, or, uh, you know, if you had to go hungry, if you, you know, were beat and with belts and race car tracks and extension cords, that's abuse. Like, yeah, okay, spare the rod, spoil the child. I respect it. But when it go, it comes down to you just pulverizing your child, that's, no, I can't get jiggy with some shit. I know some people that have some serious backgrounds with parents. I mean, straight up just beating their ass, fist fighting and whatnot. And sure, the child was disrespectful. You know, we what we call it? We call it your nuts drop. You get to feeling yourself. You feel like you can, um, you know, put your shoulders back and look eye to eye with your parent. When that time happened for me, it was time to move. So, um, you know, my, my I ain't going to... Uh, I don't want to overshare, but I'll be honest. Uh, there was more than one occasion where somebody felt the need to try to physically correct me. And I was never one that needed to be physically touched. I was so sensitive. All you had to say was you were disappointed in me. And that, that typically broke my heart and had me in the room. But then certain ones would realize that and manipulate me with it. So as an adult, Certain things, certain behaviors are triggers. And because we've had to push stuff down, uh, we didn't talk about it. We didn't deal with it. Again, I've said it in all three seasons. Seeds grow in the dark. So you shoved it down there. You pushed it aside. You gave it not one more thought. But then all of a sudden, you're 35 years old and you're having flashbacks of a a, a particular incident that you thought you had forgot. You haven't thought of this in years. But here we are, forced to face it. They also 
are talking about how trauma is passed genetically. And see, that takes me back to episode two where uh, I talked about the TED Talks and different women uh, doing presentations on, you know, the trauma was passed down. So whatever your grandparents and their grandparents endured in America, the history of America, uh, slavery, sharecropping, all of that, all that shit they endured. So if they were being beat on, raped, all of that, genetically, that, that brain pass that shit into the DNA and what they call the resilience we uh, uh, so called millennials we are not as tough as our grandparents and our and our elders it's because they've already endured so much that the DNA when, when we're at, at this point we are already I don't want to use the word crippled but we already got handicaps and, we, and we're guilty of trying to say, well, I didn't do that as a child. These are people. <laughs> we made children and they have their own identities. So it is very important for me personally. It is very important for me to not set the standard of I did it this way. So I'm expecting you to be this way too. No, I'm going to present you with the information. I'm going to give you everything I know. And if I'm not sure or not clear, I'm going to tell you that. And I'm not going to just pass along something just because my mama did it, her mama did it. We got to stop that. They call it the pot roast story. Go look it up. We can't just keep doing shit because that's just how it's always been done. There's no growth. There's no progress in that thinking. So we know that, you know, the, the abuse is serious. And it's well-kept secret. Men and women. It's not specific to genders. Both sides have had, had enough shit go on in their lifetime where it has it has altered them in ways they never saw coming. You remember being a child and having dreams and aspirations of being whoever, whether it was a cop, a firefighter, a lawyer, a doctor, whichever one. Man, I don't remember when the hell I lost hope <laughs> for that future, but somewhere someone silenced me, made me feel small, and I, I didn't feel like I had a voice. Now that I've become an adult and have my own children and recognize why well, I just don't want to pass down the same broken ideas and emotional hangups. I want my son and anybody else that I claim is mine or I love. I want them to understand it's okay to hurt. It's okay to be mad. But I need them to be able to articulate their words and be honest about their experiences and what's going on. This is a spiritual war, folks. Like I said before, once you lose your mind, you don't get that back. So you lose your house, your car, your money. All of these things are tangible and can be replaced. But once you lose your mind, you don't get it back. And silence is the sin. If you don't speak up, if you don't speak the truth, then you're just part of the problem. So I've been putting together what I call solution-focused therapy, where it's like really 
steps on identifying problems, how to know thyself. And again, I'll tell you the uh, ACEs score, identifying, you know, those childhood traumas um, and recognizing your healthy, your healthy social supports. Friends come and go. But the ones that you really need in your circle to help you grow and advance and be better, those are going to be far and few between. And you need to identify those people and keep a hold of those people. You know, the party scene passes, the kicking it scene passes, and it's just a matter of growing up. Scripture tells you, you put childish things down. It's time to grow up. But we are broken as a society. And there's levels to this abuse shit. So first step is admitting the truth. You can admit it. Learn what it is. Accept that it happened. But understand you do not have to hold on to it. It happened to you. But it did not break you. And it is making you a better person. Because you understand what the evil and the toxic and the whatever that happened to you, how it made you stronger and how you can push forward to show others how to move on and let it go. Because I can't believe that I'm 35 and I'm still holding on to shit from a little girl. The little the little O'Brien is struggling in ways I wasn't ready to give acknowledgement. And uh, when I recognize that I just, you know, love is respect. So you claim to love me, then you, you respect me. And I'm getting away from the idea of just needing to hear I love you. I need to see the respect too. And I need my people that fool with me to demand it back. You know, the boundaries and the, and the triggers. When you know thyself, then you know what you're not willing to deal with. You're, you're, you know what you're not willing to just accept. I think most of us deserve love, which means respect. So in that, again, when you have that intact and you can identify what happened to you, you know thyself and you start accepting your truth, then you understand your value. Then you can charge and put tax on that shit. You hear me? Boundaries and triggers. This is what I require. This is what I need you to do. If you can't do that, much respect for being honest and telling me you can't do that. But if you just not willing to or just feel like you get to do what you want and I'm going to just put up with it. Most people are finding out. No, 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 I don't. I now understand full heartedly. You don't heal in the same environment that gets you sick. So the disrespect, and I speak for my family, the disrespect. (laughs) All kinds of disrespect. And for me personally, I ain't going. You hear me? I'm letting you know you've pissed me off. You've disrespected me. And nine times out of ten, I done said something to you. You're not going to like and you're going to claim it as disrespect. But I'm only matching your energy. But as I get older, silence is better than chaos. So, um, understand that there's, there's levels to all of this. And before 
I said I was going to dive into the relationship topic, black love, but then these other topics keep happening. So (laughs) we have to understand why we're moving and operating the way we are. And this is it. This is me doing the work on me and identifying what the fuck is my problem. Because if I get asked one more time, why you not married? I now know it's my mouth. Because in the heat of the moment, where I think a lot of men have it messed up, I'm just going to sit here and take your shit, right? And I'm not going to have no opinion? You got the wrong woman. So I want you guys to really take heed to the, you know, physical, verbal, emotional abuse. Understand the psychological damage that this shit has done to the generations. Understand that we are passing it down. And uh, the more you know, the better equipped at dealing and handling some shit. So, it's me getting re-familiar. What's the word? Re-familiar? I think that's it. (laughs) I'm trying to understand. No, I am understanding O'Brien a little bit better. And I like who I'm becoming. And if they don't like who you're becoming, then hey, that's that's their loss. We move on. We don't hold on to dead weight or negative toxic shit anymore. And once I started doing that and stick, staying true to that, um, my perspective changed. And I also recognize where I need to be objective versus subjective. I have a tendency to just be tunnel vision with some shit and it's like "Ah, you need to see the whole picture O'Brien open your eyes to the whole picture that helped quite a bit so I'm going to encourage you like I said season three there are two other seasons that really where I really didn't know what the hell was wrong with me (laughs) but we talked all about this and um it's going to be you that does the work nobody else And uh, it's not going to be outsiders that carries the relationship. So you need to be careful. You know, you're looking for healing and growth and empowerment. But who do you, who are you allowing from the outside to influence or hinder your progress? And some of these demons, we just going to have to face in order to heal. And that's my truth. So that is abuse my perspective on it again get that ace of score find out what is really some of your hangups and why and uh, you'll get some better perspective on what to do different and how to be different truth's gonna set you free it's gonna piss you off at first but it's gonna set you free so, all right, check me out on Facebook, The Jill of Most Trades, OSD, the LLC of Springfield, Missouri. Also, the Melanin Initiative, nonprofit, unlearning to relearn melanated history. It is what it is, people. Do the work, get on the train, or get the hell off. Get off the tracks. Pick a lane, pick a lane, folks. So, (laughs) look forward to the next one and talking to y'all soon. Y'all be easy. Know that you have favor. And please, stay prayed up. Peace.